Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we're going to be talking about those ugly necessities. We've had a lot of DMs and questions about how to help disguise some of the things we have to live with that make our lives more comfortable, um, more easy, but it's not very attractive. And so we thought we would compile them all into a list and one day just talk about all of them on here. So if you've written us a question in the past, we're not ignoring you. We've been saving it for this moment. Juicy podcast. And just know a lot of times we'll be taking the, removing those things or they haven't been added to the scene when we do photo shoots of the homes that we design mm-hmm. or we have figured out a way to disguise it in a permanent way yeah. so that they can still have the convenience, but they don't have to have the eyesore. Mm. For right. instance, we will take your paper towel holder and paper towels off the countertop when we shoot mm-hmm. your kitchen. I know people have been like, where's the paper towels? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, well, to be really honest, they're sitting on the floor by the dishwasher and you can't see it from the angle in which we were shooting the Suckers. kitchen. But you know, you just don't want to have to see it in a photo. But if you're a perfectionist and you think somehow they're living without paper towels, it's not true. We do live with them. Yep. Um, we just don't want to take pictures of paper towels in kitchens. Yeah. Yep. We want to make a more beautiful lifestyle for the photograph. So if you see people that you think are living without them, they're not, they're just hiding them for the photo. And don't be so hard on yourself, yeah. <laughs> but, paper towel but there are all the ugly necessities, which we're going to break down in today's podcast. Perfect. Yeah. But first, how are you, Sue? I'm good. Jess, I am less than a week away from 40. Oh, <gasps> that's crazy. Wow. wow. What are you going to do? I don't know. How do you feel about it? Are you okay? I'm fine, but I'm like, I'm totally cool with aging. I'm yeah. good with it. I love wrinkles. Yeah. <gasps> That's nope. great. But truly, I, yeah, I'm just like mm-hmm. most 40 women, 40 year olds and up, like they're the best women they have. They're, they have their shit together. Mm-hmm. Like they know where they're going. They're usually in the best shape of their lives. Mm-hmm. Gotten Invisalign. They've <laughs> got, you know, just. Yeah. yeah. This kind of um, like in a self-improvement era and they've yeah. kind of gotten through what they need to, to be able to know where they are yeah. in their career or their life or their relationship or they got their family here. And so now they can start to you know, look under the hood and tweak what's wrong with them and make their health a priority. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited for my 40s. I think it's a really deep, meaningful version of you too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As a human and you're just really honest about who you are by now because you're like half baked. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It could be worse. It could be worse. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, I had a neighbor named Jana Bilton, who's never going to listen to this podcast. So I'll just tell you really quick. She was so fun. When I first moved onto the street called Alice Lane um, in Farmington, I was 27 years old and I thought I built my dream house and Jana Bilton turned 40. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember everybody decorated her lawn. It was like, Jana is 40. And I'm like, 40. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's like a hundred years from now. But turned out Jana Bilton ended up being like one of my favorite, favorite friends because she was just so open and fun and free about just being Jana, you know? And I'd be like, hey, let's go shopping. And she'd be like, great. And so I'd pick her up and she'd be like, oh shoot, I forgot you were coming. And then she'd look in the mirror and she'd be like, you know what? It could be worse. Let's go. (laughs) And she'd grab her purse and we'd go. And I'm like, that's amazing. She's leaving her house in her sweatpants and just, it could be worse. And now I love the expression. It could be worse. It could be. I know. know. You're just confident at that point. It's really good. This is what it is. 
welcome to 40. Thank you. Yeah, it looks good on you. Thanks, girl. Mm -hmm. So fun. Let's talk about the ugly necessities, shall we? Let's. Okay. So first one DM from a listener is laundry baskets and hampers. What is a good interior design solution for the laundry basket and hamper? Laundry basket and hamper. Um, If you're building new, um, Mm -hmm. this is going to be tricky because I'm I'm working with like new builds and things. So like that's immediately what comes to mind. Like if you're building new or renovating and you have a closet Mm -hmm. or a built-in in in your bedroom, even if it's a wardrobe, if you have a cavity where you can kind of create, you know, be it your island in a closet or, you know, just like a part of the built-ins. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's one cavity. You can see them on like the inserts on Reva shelf. Mm -hmm. A lot of you guys are familiar with that through container store. Um, You can actually like have it, find a spot for it there and you can have your dark, you can have your lights. Uh, That's a really nice built in thing. So it's like integrated. Yeah. Yep. Another one that we use is just buy a beautiful one Mm -hmm. in your laundry room. If you, even if, if you have like a pocket where they can kind of be tucked away underneath like a counter, a counter's edge or something. Mm -hmm. Um, we use the brand steel a lot. S T E E L. Uh, And we've been using them for a long time before they were at Crete and Barrow. French laundry, um, this steel framed basket with this canvas. Some of them are like permanent on there. Some of them you can take the canvas off and mm-hmm. like run upstairs and gather all your kids. They clothes. have the great big wheels on them and you can push them through the house, like, like a maid in a hotel in a, in a great show, movie. Show, show. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Um, but those are really like They're nostalgic and yeah. fresh and yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a, just a utility, right? Mm-hmm. We all need that, but just try and find the best looking one that you can afford. Where, where do you get your best looking one, Sue? You're giving all your designer secrets away well, okay. on this podcast. Um, well, steel, the steel ones you can find on steel.com. You can find it on Crate and Barrel. You can find them at contain, I think container store. There's several brands now that carry steel. Uh-huh. And so, and they come in several different, they have like huge big basins for like everything. They have skinnier ones, they have shorter ones, they have taller ones. And it's just nice to be able to have, if you have the luxury of having like in your laundry room, one for colored ones, one for white, your whites and one for dry cleaning. It's nice to just like see the rhythm of them mm-hmm. versus just one, I think. Yeah. Um, but even on Amazon, like I've searched, I'm like, what alternates are there for the steel? Because I'm redoing my laundry room right mm-hmm. now. And it's nothing, you know, to write home about, but I'm getting organized in 2023. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. And there's options there that are, that look like a steel that don't say steel on it, but still give you that aesthetic that just, again, feel utility and, but feel neutral enough and, mm-hmm. and like you cared, you yeah. know, it's not just a laundry basket. It's so very just, like, it feels very like French laundry to yes, me. It's, it's exactly. really, really beautiful. Yeah. Is it steel canvas? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So steelcanvas.com S T E E L E. Yeah. Like for right now, I just barely got for our laundry room, like one that has three individual oh, yeah, yeah. containers. And then it has a rod that goes up and over. Cause I'm not doing built-ins or anything that I can like put like my hangers for my line dried. Yeah. You know, so like figure out your, like such a great solution. where you're at and like, it'll stay down there, mm-hmm. you know, and I bring my laundry down. I bring my kids laundry down. Um, but try and just keep it in a, a cute container and just tucked away, be in their closet. Um, we just did a little girl's bathroom and we just found a really cute one that's just going to sit like just kind of cornered in their bathroom because we know she's talked to us about their habits and they, they needed one. So we just find the best looking one mm-hmm. to go in a pocket and have art above it and you make it very intentional. So just kind of embrace it. A lot of these ugly necessities, we're not saying don't live with them. Mm-hmm. We're just saying buy better, buy smarter, buy prettier. Totally. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I love it. And as far as like laundry baskets, 
inside the closet or in your bedroom. Um, I have just like a wire, a big, tall wire basket of a thing. And it sits right underneath my short hang area. You know, short hang is like you have one shelf and rod for your hanging skirts and above it are blouses. That's what we call short hang. Long hang is just a section of long hanging things like for dresses or long coats. Yeah. In my closet, I just have a wire hamper tucked under my short hang where like my skirts go and there's a void of, you know, like 16 inches and I tuck it underneath there. So at least it's somewhat integrated, even though it's after the thought. And then that's what I carry into the laundry room with me and get it in there. Mm -hmm. But then pulling all of it out, you know, taking trips in to fold it wherever you're going to fold it or maybe fold it in your laundry room, you know, and gathering all the clean laundry with, you know, there's a whole thing. So, cause I know like obviously your bedroom's upstairs, but your laundry room's downstairs. What do you catch all your laundry in while you're upstairs? We throw it downstairs. <laughs> like oh. a laundry shirt. No, we have like other laundry baskets and like we just mm -hmm. like just bought some just like white ones from Target that can stack nicely and I can like tuck them away in the laundry room when I'm not using them. But then when I'm going around to clean, you know, collect, we have like a canvas bag too that mm -hmm. I'll take around, get the kids stuff. And yeah, mm -hmm. but just, but just buy the most pretty neutral don't get like a pink or a blue laundry basket. Don't make them all not match. That'll just make you mad. Make sure that they stack up nicely. Make sure that you like the way it handles. You like the way it sits on your hip. Yeah. You know, just be very ergonomic about it and very, very, I mean, Love it's, it. again, it's utility. Mm -hmm. Go and try them all out and be like, you know, I like the way this feels and laundry's not going to be such a chore. Yeah. Because I've, I've done my research. So I love that. That's great. Um, flat screen TVs on a large wall. How do we make that ugly necessity look good? And you know the husband, he's the just like, TV. he's just <laughs> like, hey, uh, well, we're getting it. Let's get the biggest. You know what I mean? Because it's always like, let's get the biggest one. So in five years, I don't feel like I need to get the biggest one again. Yeah. <laughs> Watch football. Even though they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Flat screen TV on a large wall. Here's a couple of ways to do this. Obviously, we're big advocates of the frame. TV by Samsung, Samsung. Yeah. And so this is just a great um, tool that we've been using for a long time where there's been kitschy things for, to try and disguise your TV in the, you know, the past decade that were like, Oh, that's silly. That's dumb. They're not fooling anybody, but this is a really beautiful like interaction. I have one. I think you have mm -hmm. anyway, it's just, it's really enjoyable. You can get, you know, kind of pick your magnetic frame and it looks just like really sleek. And so if it is on a large wall, Hopefully you have something underneath it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, it, there's a console or something that's kind of waiting it that's wider than the TV. Yeah. Don't get a TV that's wider than the console. Yeah. That's a I think a even more trick. than the console, I would say a sideboard. Oh, yeah, that's something good. closed. I don't like a leggy console with a TV over it. It feels nervous. You see all, you see all the wires. Yeah, totally. So, so you want something, we make one called the Henry sideboard. It's an entertainment piece. It's solid and there's room for DVD players and all that to be incorporated in it. A lot of people have built-ins today, but if you don't, and you've got that basement, you've got that massive, the biggest wall in your house and you have to hang a TV on it, you've got to ground it with a large piece of closed furniture. Yeah. And then this, my sister's house had this situation in Katie's basement mm -hmm. where she did have a big TV. There weren't any built-ins. They didn't want to invest in built-ins. So we put a console and then we put two bookshelves on each side of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that had storage in them also. Um, but cause it was like a game area. And so we found something that would help balance it out. So it wasn't the Lone Ranger on the TV. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that worked out really well. So just make sure it's not the only thing, be it mm -hmm. like you have a window 
on you know a perpendicular wall, throw a tree up there, break mm-hmm. up break up that large square on the on the wall, add other things that make it feel more intentional and, and better designed. I actually love what Jess did instead of actually putting on her wall. And mm-hmm. if you have a massive TV, this will be trickier to do. But if you have like even like a 65, I think this is still if you have a, like a really great, you know, credenza entertainment credenza mm-hmm. underneath it. But Jess put two large pieces of art on her actual wall and we had a console sorry, a media console underneath it. And then she actually put her TV on its legs mm-hmm. floating in front of the art. And I think the intention of that is that the arts always exist, always existed there. Mm-hmm. That's part of her collection. And the TV is a modern convenience. So you're just layering yeah. with beautiful things that you already own yeah, and there's, we're already part of the space. There's some weird thing inside my head where I'm like, I feel like if you have this entire entertainment console mm-hmm. or sideboard or whatever, it feels strange to me to have the TV on the wall because you have this open surface mm-hmm. and then people are like, how do I style the top of this? But you're like, the styling will be in front of the TV. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want to mount the TV too high because then it's not comfortable to watch when seated. And so you have this empty, you know, thing, unless you do a lot of like books sitting down. So I actually love the TV standing on its mm-hmm. boomerang base. And then I just put large art behind it. Art that's not so precious. So you have to see the entire thing, but you know, it's just like a really something simple enough that is fine if you're overlapping it. Yeah. And then the layers of it, I think look really lovely. Yeah. We've all seen this, I think party foul when they do have like a table console, whatever, and then they do hang it too high. And then you have this like void of drywall. Yeah. That's even a worse offense. And I'm just wires. Like, what, are, what are you supposed to do with that? You yeah. know, and then they just have like all sorts of whatnot and it doesn't make any sense. So yeah. if you've done that for your TV, yeah. I'm sure your neck hurts. Go get Lower a massage. Lower TV. Do yourself a favor in 2023. Make sure when you choose your TV height, you're sitting on your couch, not standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corey, how do you make sure the wires are not shown um, on the TV, you did this at your house. Yes. So you can do a Smurf too, which is basically just like an in, like it's inside of the wall. Um, and you just run your cables down through that to wherever your electrical outlet is. So you would have that. Yeah. So that Smurf tube inside your wall down through, and then out of this, uh, um, Smurf tube towards the bottom of the wall into your outlet. Or you can just have I did your that too. I didn't know what was called smart too. Yeah, Mark did it. Yeah, so um, or you can have your electrician just put your outlet up behind where your TV is, so it doesn't have to like Hard drape wire. down Genius. to. Yeah. Did you know that thirty five percent of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse. Do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't. I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so 
addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care, your sleep health. If you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Yeah, love it. Office chairs and computer monitors and cords for printers. Quartz for lamps, chargers, cables. What is the best solution for that ugly necessity? Well, get a good looking office chair that's going to be supportive of your back. Um, I think there's lots of good affordable options too. I think like even on. I think best to say what the unaffordable ones are and then say try and find something like unto. Okay. Try and find something that looks like an Eames, Mm -hmm. you know, like an Eames office chair. Or if you look on Herman Miller, like some of those beautiful ones that are just like leathered and horizontal channeled and aren't bulky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are beautiful. And I think that there's a lot of knockoffs to that. If you need to be at a lower price point than Herman Miller. Yeah. So. But let me make this argument. If you work from home eight hours a day, you have to make sure when you're looking for a chair that it says it's rated for an eight hour set. A lot of these more afford, quote unquote affordable options that are $300, $400, they might not be eight hour seat rated. They might be one hour chair. a one hour or two hour, which is like, yeah, I could take a conference call in this, but it's not going to do your back any favors. And after a year of working from home for the pandemic, your body's going to hurt. Like you're going to think you need a chiropractor, but if you'll invest in the right chair, then you don't have to invest in a chiropractor. You know what I mean? Call. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you the amount of money that I've spent on my body um, post pandemic, just trying to make sure. And ever since that, I'm just like, I'm like the the nice chair Nazi around the office when we were buying new chairs. I was just like, that's not an eight hour sit. That's only a four hour sit. That's a two hour sit. That's conference room only. And I got to just make sure everybody's bodies feel really good when they're seated. So break. if you have a bad back, if your husband has a bad back, you're really going to want to sit in these things. I would say the Aeron chair from Herman Miller is the best sit um, for the biggest price. You're going to spend like $2,000-ish. There are refurbished Aeron chairs um, that you can get, but every single part and portion of the chair is adjustable. And just the seat in the mesh of the back means it's breathable. It's not leather. You're not going to get hot and sweaty. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to get lower back um, crack sweat or anything like okay, that yeah. from sitting in that pleather chair. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like if you're like in this is. thing for the, for eight hours, you might be young, but if, if, depending on your you're age, you're going to get old. You're going to turn 40. You are. You're going to, I promise you, it's going to be worth your investment. Mm-hmm. And if you work from home too, I know of a lot of um, larger companies that if you work from home, then they pay for a nice, they'll pay for your office chair. Yeah. So push that, push that to push the limits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure and get something super nice. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on the question about computer monitors, this is one thing. If you have an office and you have a floating desk, try not to put your monitor on the floating desk. I think like a floating desk in a space that's not up against a wall is for a uh, conversation it's for conversations for your laptop. You could throw that up, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not for like a big desktop, you know, that has Mm -hmm. all these cords and snakes coming out of it to just like always look terrible from the other side. You're not going to like it. You're going to be like, how do I tuck these away? There's not enough zip ties. 
to make that look any better. So yeah. I would say try and find if whether you can do a built-in in an office and like have the desktop against the wall so you don't mm-hmm. have to see that. Yeah. And, you know, just like drill a hole like a grommet that you can like feed those feed those wires through and plug them low. And, mm-hmm. then, and even then, I feel like this is a trick that we're always doing with lamps is that we are constantly like Velcroing, zip tying, tucking, twisting so that it, you don't have to see it floating behind a table. Yeah. Because you want it to kind of like if you have a console, say in a entry, you know, we'll usually run that cord along the back of that and down a leg and then over to a lamp, you know, to an outlet. Mm-hmm. You don't see it because it really does ruin the look. Mm-hmm. So, and same thing with like, your lamp cords in a family room, you know, um, just try and find the least conspicuous spot that that can be plugged into sneak it under your rug, you know, underneath the sofa where no one's going to trip on it to the nearest outlet. Yeah. Or when you're building, you can specify outlets to be in the floor. So like I put one underneath my sofa. So the console that's behind it, I can just like run those down the console underneath the sofa and they plug in there. Yeah. So, So yeah, if you're building and that's an option, just have like someone's space plan that on CAD, like with your current furniture or furniture you're going to be buying so that you know exactly where that's going to sit. And oftentimes we will put it underneath the sofa because that's the largest mass that that sucker can just like hide underneath and, yeah. and you're not going to ever feel the bump in the rug. Mm-hmm. If you have a smaller, like traditional office desk is in the center, computer monitor spaghetti coming out of the back of it coming down you know the front and all of that maybe consider new space planning because if that's the case then maybe you should put that desk up against a window wall mm-hmm. right and then create a small sitting area yeah. and then you'll never have to think so hard about those cords again but I will say when you're setting up a home play professional interior designer and that you're doing this for a client because you will spend more time thinking about those cords on the install than any of anybody else. You know what I mean? Like talking about zip tying and, and Velcroing and all the things in the entry console, like they'll spend the time doing that. And you can do that for yourself too. Just think really hard about a solution. And I promise you there's, there's things that you can buy. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. To help hide those. I love that. Was that that whole question? That was a lot of bits. Yeah. Monitors, um, chargers, cables, do you guys have any special solution for your chargers at night on your nightstand? Mm, mine's really long. So like it comes from my wall mm-hmm. and I tuck it underneath my bed until I need to use it. Mm-hmm. Just cause I don't really want it on my nightstand. But a lot of people like for clients and stuff, I'll see that they have it there. So I just try and like slide it alongside the lamp or something so that it's still accessible or have like a really beautiful tray. Cause it's just one of those things that you have to have. Yeah. You know, or if you have a drawer that you can, mm-hmm. you know, if you aren't going to have your phone in your, iPad by your bed, like a, like a responsible adult. that's not afraid of, um, all the things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you remember Rudy? He would always be, he would have his phone like parked like 20 feet away from him. So he wouldn't yeah. get like the laser, the laser rays that were going to destroy his. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. I divert. Um, anyway, if you have like a drawer that you can actually like wire, they can actually put USB behind mm-hmm. your drawer so you can plug them all in there. So you don't have to see your charger. You can take all your devices for your kids, everything, plug everything in and just, um, you know, it's going to be there and it'll be charged and ready the next day. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be my ideal if I was going to retrofit something right now. Yeah, for sure. Do you have like a mass wireless charger? Yeah. Um, yes. Well, I've got a, it does plug in, but it's like a nice linen pad. It was one of Oprah's favorite things last year for mm-hmm. Christmas and somebody gave it to me as a gift, but 
it's big enough that I can charge both my phone as well as my ear pods mm-hmm. at the same time. Guys, I love an ear pod. I have so many pairs of them and I have awesome. to have an active pair at all times. And so, um, yeah, I just always have one sitting on that beautiful little linen pad. Pretty. And then, um, How I not talk to you about this. I know it's so lovely. It's not super costly either. And then, um, yeah, all the cords can kind of be behind the nightstand and you just have this neutral linen pad. I have a white nightstand and nobody knows what it is unless they're really wise, especially cause it's linen and not a plastic or a rubber. You know what I mean? always like bright white or yeah. like weird stuff. It like just that. sits so there awesome. and I can take all the radiation to my brain I want because my head's right there and <laughs> it's wonderful. Relaxing. Yeah, and my, <laughs> my cell phone is my alarm and you know, it works out great. I'm terrible at waking up. So it probably makes sense to put it 20 feet away because then you'll get up out of bed and you'll go, you know what I mean? To turn it off and then you're already up. So but I don't know. You, but are you I, happy? I might do that. Yeah, you might not be happy. Are you yeah, that's true. I feel really punked every morning of my life. I don't know why. I can't get used to it. I'm so I'm just like, shh, shh, Tom. Sleeping baby, shut. Go back to sleep. Everyone go back to sleep. Ignore your alarm. It's like, I'm offended by my alarm. I am too. Yeah. Every time. Surely that's wrong. Yeah. Did you put PM.AM? Yeah. Jerk. Okay. Wall mounted coat rack and tree hooks. All right. This is, we talked about this in great depth before we recorded it. We're like, are you serious? Who has a wall mounted coat rack in their entry? We're like, this is it. There's a closet. There's a coat closet. There's a closet. Suzanne Hall, even, when was your house even built? In, in 1971. And what do you have in your entry? I have, I have a coat closet with all my coats. Corey, where do you keep your coats? Uh, we have two coat closets. I have Shut the small off. one with all of the kids and Mari has the big one. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So I'm just going to guess for a minute that they're not talking about when they say entry hooks, they're not talking about the entry. They're talking about the back door that most people come in. So let's From address garage, that. Okay. Yeah, because I just don't know that anybody should put hooks all around their entry. You know, and I will, if you're living in New York or if you're living in an urban oh, environment, yes, then this could then be you've you, got a entry, you have one entry. Okay. Okay. And so I just don't think that you should have like six in a row and that's all you have to look at when you walk into that entry in either regard in the mud room or in the main entry. I'm so sorry. I forgot about the city dwellers for a minute. Yeah. Um, if there's a wall not straight in front of you, mm-hmm. perpendicular, yeah, it's peripheral when you walk in. This is a supporting actor right here, guys. Yeah, just choose that girl over there to put all your hooks you on. a beautiful hook. Straight ahead of you is a is a mirror so you can see yourself button your coat or put a scarf on. Or straight ahead of you is a great piece of art that people come in and they're like, oh, this is stylish. This is, you must have hired it, a professional. It, yeah. In, in the attic, what did you do with coats then? Like Great in, example. In, in the condo, like when I was in my condo, I, I had it just on a wall that was like back behind I'd, the door. I had hooks behind me yeah. underneath like a, those shelves. Yeah. I just had that. So by hooks behind you, it means you walk in and the hooks are on the same plane as the front door. Mm-hmm. So you're not looking at them in your line of sight when you walk in. Like yeah. You kind of go up and around, place that, but it's not, you don't see it until you're yeah. like in the space. Don't show that stuff. No. And yeah. Have that be behind you. Exactly. Yeah. And just get beautiful ones. Like just, it used to be a thing like where you'd get like mismatched hooks and you'd be very anthro about it. Just find like one, like even restoration has beautiful ones Yeah, where they're just like, it's a good, it's a, like a heavy metal. It's a good weight. And you just you repeat get, the same exactly. one uniformity. Yeah. And just have it just it feel like a New York apartment. I love you know? that. Yeah. Polish nickel and just make it very intentionally um, flanking other things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. If you, say you have the smallest entry and you don't have room on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully you have room on the perpendicular wall, but maybe you don't um, have your mirror or your art or whatever. And then just have like one hook on the right of that. But I don't think I would do, ever do a series because it's just going to like, it's inevitably going to look like a sloppy mudroom, mm-hmm. like a ski. Or a ski let's just say, lodge. let's just say for a minute, you're not single. Yeah. And maybe you're married. Have a hook on each side or have two hooks. Maybe two hooks. On just, each side. Yeah. yeah. And maybe one, one coat kind of hides the other, the other one. And it's maybe on like. too high, too low. Sure. So it's just like yeah. all lined up. So like those things can stay there and it's closer to a corner mm-hmm. so that you can kind of open up your room. Yeah. And coats and aren't. building your room in my head. Coats aren't in, in your view as you start to enter. It's kind of like behind you. It's peripheral. It's yeah. on the less heroic side of the art. <laughs> yeah. And it feels, it just feels functional. It feels just like a I love that. New York moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I like it. Do you have any solutions for shoes? You live in, let's say you still live in New York or you live in Chicago and you have one entry and you go on in and you've hooked your, your coat where it goes and your friend says to you, oh, hey, the shoe stops there. You're like, first take off that sign. (laughs) Nobody likes you. You're not going to get many more visitors. Okay. Yeah. Put the sign away. So what do you do with the shoes? Especially like, let's say you're like, hey, party my place. And... (laughs) So you have stuff there. All these coats and all these shoes. You just tell them like, "Hey, can you just leave the shoes outside in the hallway?" Or do you tell them they can bring the shoes inside? Just so everybody knows, right now on this podcast, Sue, Corey, and me all live with shoes on inside our house, so we don't really know how to act when you have to take the shoes off. We have Um, a good friend that does, but she like offered you complimentary slippers. (laughs) That's my. I have a friend. I have a friend who has the like. Pray to home style where they like, give you a little like booty Booties. that goes. And I'm just like, so you keep really your shoes on and you slip a booty. Yeah. On. And then you're just walking. Like, you you're look like you're doing a job. I don't know yeah. if I could ever be comfortable. I, I would just be like, I've got to go. There's actually. a, you know what, Sue? In the car. I left my kid in the there's car. A, listen, <laughs> go. There's a certain level of neuroses involved here that we don't have inside our heads. No. And so we can't imagine a world where we make our friends slip on no. the Booties. shoe covers <laughs> like it's the Pray to Homes. But. No. Um, I don't really have okay. a good solution for honestly, just like the, probably the best looking basket you can get. And again, make sure that it's just kind of like out of sight. It's just like flanking something else so that you don't see it, but it's an invitation for somebody to use it and have other shoes perhaps there that show that that's that send a, a message that, sh- that shows, but you don't need to write a, in vinyl anywhere. The shoe message. stops here. No. Okay. Right, that's rude. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Okay. How about air conditioner vents in ceilings? What we did at the showroom was just painted the same color as the ceiling. Cheers. And I would say that for anything that goes for your vents in your powder room, there's always like that. Some of them have like that heavy, bold plastic. You just yeah. paint it the same color as the wall. Yeah. Yep. Or the ceiling. AC returns. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can lights. There's like really nice can lights. I, I would say, first of all, don't do... That don't do as many as your electrician's going to tell you. You don't yeah. need that many. Yeah. Um, I think there's a beautiful trend going on right now where there's very few of them and they feel very architectural and you'll see them just like in a very organized line instead mm-hmm. of an, a whole massive mm-hmm. grid system on your side. Like a perimeter of the room and then let the central light fixture do yeah. the work. Because you're not going to turn them on. Like if you've been listening to this podcast, you know you're going to turn on your lamp lights and you're going to have your ceiling light on a dimmer. Yeah. sconces. Like that's your ambient light. You're only going to turn those on for cleaning but even like the peripheral one at least it feels more gallery and yeah. get the smallest cans you can yeah afford um i know five inches is the standard but that's pretty bulky yeah three so inch i want to go mm-hmm. for the three inch and 
um, just space them further and do fewer of them. And you can, you can get the ones with like the kit so you can paint the same color as the ceiling. Yeah. So if it's dark ceiling, you don't have like all these like white spots yeah. hanging out. So and if you're an helpful. interior designer, when you shoot the home, take all the can lights out. Photoshop. Photoshop yeah. them out because nobody wants to see it looks like them. acne <laughs> on a ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys ever look at photos or images and they're like, what are they doing for cans? And you don't see them anywhere in Arc Digest, House Beautiful, nowhere. It's because they photoshopped them out. Like the way they look. Yeah. Good. Um, let's talk know. about. I'm living in a house without cans just because it was in 1971 and I've yeah. actually loved it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying don't live without them. If you mm-hmm. live in a big house and like you need that for, I don't know, but like I never feel pretty. I never feel like a happy person when they're on. Yeah. I'm just like, turn those off. They're blinding me. I tell so, you what, I don't turn on. I have cans everywhere and central fixtures. And I know which light switches are for the cans and they're never on other than the kitchen. Every once in a while, I need more than just the pendant light to do things. And so if the stove light and the pendants won't do it, then I'll turn on the cans. But it's because like we're cooking and we're making Thanksgiving is getting dark early and we have this whole production we've got to put on and really know what we're doing. And they turn them off to set the stage so we can eat. Mm -hmm. So I would do way less cans building a house right now. Yeah. It's kind of like the alarm clock. Like if I was going to wake up my kids, I'd be like, get up. And you'd throw those on. And they'd be like, ah, yeah. Vampire. <laughs> I'm <hate> offended. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, um, kids, toys and high chairs. Oh, well, high chair you can't like when you're in that phase, just like get the best looking one you can afford. Yeah. Um, Skip Bop has a great one um, that yeah, we I, have. And oh, I was just going to say, I just feel like you have to just like just lean into that one. There's yeah, no, it's not going to be there forever. And you are like, I know you've seen all the TikToks and the re- the reels and everything. Um, you're going to miss it. I keep thinking about that. Like, cause I'm like, there will be a second mm-hmm. when that's gone, you know? And like, so just like relish in that moment. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just part of it. And like the toys are a part of this moment. And like, this is the season you're in. And just like, there's no reason to be ashamed of that mm-hmm. or try and hide it, you yeah. know? But just like buy what you can. That's just going to like, disappear as much, but f- fulfill the function that you need it yeah. for that moment. Cause that's special. So, yeah. Um, and same thing with the toys. Like if you can, if you have a room, we have like a basement, I just call it the Lord of the flies. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, it's free realm. It's like, mm-hmm. they destroy it. I pick You're it up every day. You're not proud of it. No, like I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. take, go on tours down there. It's terrible, but at least it's a space that I can quarantine them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they, they love it. Cause like they can, they can play. And yeah. It's really fun to play. I played with Nolan the other night and like, he's so fun. Mm-hmm. And we did Flora's Lava with all of his Magna blocks and like That's awesome. and all of his animals. And it was like, it was so fun and I don't do that enough. So I'm just like, enjoy your toys, enjoy your kids Cute. and just like uh-huh. have baskets and places to corral them so that you don't have to go insane and trip on Legos all the time. I love that. Uh, this is a hard one. Um, electric toothbrush and then husband's CPAP machine. Oh, shoot. Well, um, the electric I, toothbrush. I know, I know, um, two different people that have CPAP machines and the husbands both sleep in different rooms than the wife. Sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion. Cause the wife can't sleep cause yeah, it's so I mean, loud. I, yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. It's just a bummer. That's their solution. They Lucy I, and Ricky Ricardo it. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, they do. I mean, are those guys in twin beds or separate bedrooms? Lucy and Ricky? Uh-huh. 
I feel like aren't they in twin beds? Twin beds. Yeah. I feel like it was they so might. These are separate, the time separate master suites. Yeah. They weren't pulling anyone. Yeah. Um, they'd push those together when the cameras went off. So I to to this to this listener, I'm like kudos to you for, you know, having sleeping with this cap. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, you can yeah. sleep through it. It's like a little sound machine, yeah. and um, I don't know what they look like, and I don't really know how to disguise them. I don't know. Like obviously they're using it at night. And then every night. Yeah. But like, I don't know if there's like a basket, if you have cavity space under the bed that you can like put it there, tuck it under the bed, bring it out, Mm -hmm. like make your bed, make it look pretty, but that can be hidden. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably what I would try and do to like the best of the capability or just put it in an inconspicuous corner. Yeah. You know, um, as far as, so that's the best we have for CPAP. Yeah. I I think so. I do want to say though, like there's a practicality um, to, things like this that you have to use every single day. You don't want them to feel bad about having to pull it out all the time, but it depends also on your level of, I need this to look beautiful every day when I walk in and that's not beautiful to me. And it just makes you feel successful to not see it. Then certainly find a beautiful way to hide it, put it under a bed, put it in a large nightstand drawer, you know. Even if you had like a nightstand large enough for like a tray, uh huh. just put it in the tray. So it is there, it's available. Yeah. At least it's corralled. Totally. And it's on the shelf on the nightstand or whatever. Yeah. Um, for me, like I, my CPAP machine would be my heated blanket. You know what I mean? There's just certain months like right now, it's so freaking cold in Utah. We've never received so much snow or so much rain. It's not stopped. The condensation has not stopped coming from the sky for months. And I am so, I am cold to my bone. I have a low thyroid. I'm freezing all the time. I also have type one diabetes. So my circulation in my hands and feet aren't great. I'm freezing all the time. I cannot warm up unless I plug in a heated blanket. I roll myself up in it like a burrito and lay on my pillow and just wait till everything gets warm. And then I can start to function, but I have to keep pulling it out of my nightstand drawer and keep plugging it in. And so finally I was like, I'm just going to fold it and put it right here on my nightstand, you know, drawer. And then pull it out. I I just have to keep it right there. And sometimes I just fold it and keep it on my bed, but it's not pretty at all, but it's also not a photo shoot. And it's just a season. Like you were talking about the CPAP machine might be forever, but I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of practical. Like, well, yeah, it's part of life now. So let's just put it on a nice tray and put it on the nightstand shelf or whatever you need to do. Yeah, And we can all learn how to live and follow that rule so that all of the inhabitants are happy in the kingdom because if the rules were reversed you would i mean you figure out how to live with it like the heated blanket oh my gosh and my husband would totally totally find a way to live with live with a CPAP machine going in the night you know what i mean he sleeps with a dyson air purifier the big tall one that swivels and um he just likes the, the little bit of wind that it provides and also we sleep with our puppy oh i just think it helps just him feel like the air is clean around him and everything else that's a big machine if you guys live with a Dyson and we don't hide it. That was another question. Like, what do you do with air purifiers? You just embrace it. You buy a pretty finish. It looks kind of space age and like Macintosh designed it and it's lovely. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's like humidifier for babies. Mm-hmm. Like we're in like the sixth season too. So I got humidifiers, diffusers. They're not um, pretty, but it is just a season. a season. Yeah. And it won't be like that forever. Totally. Yeah. Or if you really need to impress people and you're giving a tour for the party, you unplug it, you put it in the closet, you shut the door and you don't worry about it. Same thing with CPAP, but for everyday life, you know, you want the convenience of those things at your fingertips and 
like you said about the laundry basket, buy the most beautiful one that you can because it's going to be a part of your life. Yep. Okay. Let's do um, one more and then um, we will wrap it up. Well, we talked about paper towels, toaster appliances, those things you can just hopefully tuck into a pantry or a thing and bring it out if you don't have, I mean. I say buy the best looking toaster you can. Yeah. Back to the rule. You know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. some really beautiful models, yeah. Williams-Sonoma cells, and then you can just make that moment look like a ritual. Yeah. Get and like have a, a gorgeous, butter dish. A gorgeous butter dish and just sort of celebrate the ritual of making toast. You know, you might not have the luxury of a walk-in pantry. Mm-hmm. You might have a tiny kitchen, but if toast making is part of your everyday life and you don't want to house it somewhere because you have to get it out every morning, then embrace it and buy a gorgeous toaster. Yep. I love that. In my condo, I had a, like my electrical panel was in the hallway and I just put a piece of art over it. So that was one of those. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Um, Sue, what did you do for your um, baby gate when you lived in the attic? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Dangerous things. I still like, yeah. Anyway, we actually had a door built for the top of the stairs that became our baby gate. What do you mean by door built? I built like a half door in this cobalt blue with like this little window and we did this wrought iron. It was involved, but it, I just made it part of the design. And you know what, actually in the home we're in right now, because uh-huh. I have babies, um, we have, I had a new railing built for our stairs and then I had a gate built out of the same design that collapsed against the wall and hooks to the railing right now. Mm-hmm. So my kids can't fall down the stairs. Yeah. So it's a little bit more involved, but at least it looks integrated. I don't think I'll ever be sad I have it because it's the same metal rhythm as my stair railing. Yeah. So if you can do something like that, like before before we had the door built in the attic, we just found the best looking one. Mm-hmm. Just like this like light wood one, you know, that you can mount on the wall. So it looks secure and it didn't look like hokey and temperamental. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just looked like part of life. Yeah. And it's okay. I think, I think that's like the ongoing like theme of this is like, it's okay to have these practicalities. We all have them, Yeah, you know, and their seasons. And someday you might be able to remove that. Some of the CPAPs and such you might be living with forever, but just buy, buy them as beautifully as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, th- I feel like people are always designing something better, you know, so that like people like us who appreciate beautiful things, We'll buy we'll the buy improvement. That one. Yeah, yep. definitely. Williams-Sonoma, that's a great resource for some of these practicalities, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so is Google. Yeah, Google. You know, yeah. Amazon. Like there's, it's so easy to get things today, mm, you know? Even too easy. Even internet, even yeah. in, have you swiped on Amazon? It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. Have you used that Apple Pay feature on your credit card? I know, I know, I know, I actually hate it when I have to go up and get a credit card and they're like, why don't they have Apple Pay? I know. I just barely discovered it. It's PayPal. So dangerous and fun. I love it. It's the best. Um, Anyway, thanks so much for listening today, you guys, for Ugly Necessities. I hope this helps, or at least the idea of this helps of just buying the most beautiful one. I know you guys like beautiful things because you like to listen to this podcast and we love beautiful things too. Um, Have a great time and we're going to catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 